So here's a confession. I am an investor. <laughs> I am an investor. I put money to work every single day. And being an investor, I see the craziest pitches. I see good ones. I see great ones, rarely. But most of the time, I see really scummy ones. But the most uncomfortable pitches I get are from my friends. Not strangers, not qualified entrepreneurs, not anybody else, but from my friends. And in this episode, I'm going to break down for you how you pitch your venture capital and investor friends without it feeling awkward by making them want to help you and making sure that you get to build your network while getting the advice and even the capital that you need. And I'm gonna show it all, how you do it, and it starts right now. One thing is for certain, just because it's tried and true doesn't mean it's working right now. So the big question is this, where can you learn what is working right now? The strategies, the tactics, the psychology, and the exact how-to. How to grow your business. How to blow up your personal brand and supercharge your personal growth. That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Sharon Srivatsa, and welcome to Business School. In this episode, I want to break down a very good question that one of our uh, elite mastermind group members asked, which is, hey, Sean, how do you get your VC friend to take you seriously and write you a check or invest in your company? This happens all the time, by the way. And a lot of it is that uh, a pitch would often look something like this or like that, and it could destroy the relationship. And the very fact that you have this relationship and have this network is really frustrating. Most people are not actually frustrated that they don't have a network. That's actually the easy part because if you don't have a network, now you can pitch anybody. And if you get rejected or don't get, you're like, whatever, I didn't know that person. But what's more frustrating is you have a relationship with people that could potentially write you a check uh, and you don't know how to actually kind of work it without it affecting you. So um, this could be a, a very helpful episode for you because I have been in this place. I have a lot of my friends who are investors. Um, I write checks from time to time as well. And how do you actually navigate this, right? Um, so let me walk you through a few quick things, which I think will be helpful. First and foremost, an investor, just you have to know this going in, an investor is somebody that wants to place capital into an asset that they think is the right fit for them and the right fit for their allocation. Investors want to write checks. Just know that, right? It's not that they don't want to, they want to, it is their job to write checks. Just like it is our job to, I don't know, serve clients or our job to sell products. It is the job of an investor to write checks. Like my number one job yeah, I consider myself an investor before anything else. My number one job, if I stopped, you know, investing, I don't have a living. Like that doesn't work that way. So if I don't put money to work, just like you don't put time to work or you don't put inventory to work, like I, that's, you know, I, I am going against my business model. So please know this first, investors are always looking for a way 
to deploy capital. So just know that upfront. The second thing is, I'll get into how you actually talk to a person, and this can be a completely different episode. But the second thing is, it's very difficult to go to an investor cold and ask them for money. Like that doesn't matter how good a friend they are of you. You just don't want to do that. What you want to do is as soon as you know that you have a potential investor in your network, you have no idea when you're going to need or want to have, you know, kind of money from them or resources from them. So if you were to do anything, you have a network right now and you want to kind of work it, but you don't know what you're going to do with it in the future. What you can do right now is you need to start getting to understand two things about them. Number one, what are they looking for? And number two, can you find a way from your network to send them opportunities? I will tell you that most people think the average VC or the average investor invests in everything. Like, no, I don't invest in biotech. Like, I don't invest in solar. Like, I don't invest in sports. I just don't know those things. And that's okay. It's just not my jam, right? But the way most people think about the world is they think they can just go to an investor with the perfect pitch at the perfect time and it'll make perfect sense. It won't. Uh, What you need to do is you want to know what they're looking for and start putting random deal flow in front of them. Imagine this. Imagine for, you know, you and I were connected and for three years, you understood what I was looking for. And for three years, every quarter or two, you sent me an opportunity that you saw that may fit my goals. Like how great would that be when you are then ready to ask for something, right? That's what people miss. They just think that I have a VC friend. I can go ask him or her for something. Like that doesn't work that way, right? So that's part one. Now, if you have not done any of that, I will still give you the answers here. If you've not done any of that, there's three ways in which you handle this. But please know this, when you ask for advice, you get money. And when you ask for money, you will get advice. And if you irritate and you have a weird friendship and you're trying to like, you know, ask for stuff, they will just sidestep the conversation uh, you know, completely. So there's three ways in which you approach a friend who is a VC investor, private equity, et cetera, uh, to kind of broach this conversation. The first thing that you would do is you, you always first work on yourself. And when I say work on yourself, you say you want to figure out like whether you have the right approach, the right materials, et cetera. So you, if you were to pitch me, um, you would say, and I was your friend, you would say, Hey, Sharon, um, working on a couple of new ideas. And I have a, I have one that I would love to get your eyes on, not looking for anything except your first couple of reactions. I want to build out a good plan and a pitch deck. So hopefully at some point um, I can show it to the right investors. Can I send you my one pager approach or a one minute video just to get your immediate reactions to see if I'm Uh, going in the right direction or if I'm crazy. Now, if you said one page and a one minute video, I'd be like, okay, cool. So here's this guy and this guy wants to work on his materials and he's just looking for my advice and my quick reaction. The ask is really simple. I'm going to send you a one page or a one minute video. And I just want to see, I want your first reaction. You can also make it even tighter. Hey, I want to make your first reaction. Even a one to two bullet points in response would be fine. I'm not looking for much, just your first reaction. I want to make sure I am not crazy, right? And so- If you did that, now the first thing that you're doing is you're working on yourself and your materials and your concept, and you're getting investor-based approach, which is really good. Now, think about this for a second. If I give you feedback and then you go fix and incorporate and you come back to me, I know you're serious. Now, what I gave you feedback on, I'm seeing back. So I believe in your stuff more 
which makes me want to do something with it, right? So the second part of the investor puzzle is not asking for money, but asking for someone else who has done something like this in the space. So let's say you're in, I'm going to make something up. Let's say you're in, I don't know, green energy and you pitch me something and I say, hey, um, I don't know a lot about green energy, but uh, these are the three things that immediately come to mind. If you incorporate those, you may probably do well. Cool. And you say, great, Sharon, let me work on these. You go back and you come back with a new pitch deck with my comments incorporated. And you're like, hey, Sharon, worked on this, had a couple ideas, incorporated your thoughts. Here's a 10-slide deck um, on through slides three and seven and nine, sprinkled your magic dust. Take a peek and let me know what you think. And I will respond saying, dude, what a great job. I just love seeing your idea come to life. And then that's when you ask, okay, hey, Sharon, you know, uh, before I start like bringing this to life, I want to... I'd love to talk to other people that have done something like this. Uh, do you know any other entrepreneurs or founders or connections in the space either that have done something like this in green energy or have done something like this in any other industry? Uh, even just one to two names would be great. I am happy to directly reach out to them on your behalf. All I want to see is kind of learn from them as to how they launch something or what they learn in the space. Now, think about this. For the investor, that's great. Because I may have had seven other uh, green energy companies pitch me, but I'm not making the connection. Now you're asking me and I'm like, cool, let me search the green energy companies that pitched me before. I'll make the connection now. Now you get to talk to other people in that space, which you would have never gotten otherwise. And you get it from me, the most trusted endorsed introduction, and they will actually take your call, which is amazing, right? So now you are asking for connections to other founders, other network in the space. Now you're getting, you're building space-based authority and now you know other people in the space, which is really good. They can help you doing a lot, do a lot of things, right? Now, the third is you can say, hey, Sharon, thank you so much for the introduction. By the way, you know, so-and-so gave me really good feedback and is connecting with a, with a bunch of people. Hey, quick question for you. Um, I don't, you know, I've not started the investor conversation in the space, do you know anyone that likes this space uh, or could be a potential, you know, investor or advisor? Uh, as you know, not looking for money per se, but most want to make sure I'm going in the right direction with good people. If you did something like that, I'd be like, okay, he's not being greedy. And he's asking me who he thinks would be a good fit for that project in that space. Right. And so now I'm thinking, I'm like, hey, man, I don't know anybody in the green energy space that would invest. But these are the three funds that I've heard of. Um, I don't know any of the guys, but you can tell them that you heard from me now. At least your cold email is like, hey, you can cold email a partner of a green energy fund and say, hey, I was talking to, you know, Sharon Trivats at Srilo Capital. Here's Sharon's bio. He's been helping me connect to a bunch of entrepreneurs in the space, which is the truth. He helped me kind of put together these things. He thought he uh, he heard that you guys are investors in the space. I just want to, I'm not looking for any money. I just want to looking to see um, what you think about an idea like this to see if it'll fly in the space. And if it is, I'd love to just share with you. Well, now you get to utilize me as your friend in the most coolest possible way without putting me in a weird position in any way, right? If you did all of that, I will naturally say, hey, dude, what? I'm curious, like send me your deck, send me your terms. What are you looking to invest? What you want the investor, your friend to ask is, whoa, dude, what are you doing? Like, what are you raising? What are the terms? When that person asks you that, send me your deck, send me the terms. Now you know that they are interested. You never say, can I send you the deck? Can I send you the terms, right? Our job is to, is to use our network for their network. 
not use our network for what they do. If you'd use your network for what you do, you're going to crush the relationship. If you use your network for their network, two things happen. You get a bigger network, they get to add value to their network. And that's how you actually utilize um, a network to get you paid, to get you money, to get you skills, to get you a bigger brand, and to also keep the relationship together. Hey, Sharon, I have a cool gift for you. I took some of my best ideas from the last 20 years and created a five-day MBA. It's quick and action-packed that you can listen to on the go, just like this podcast. And I want to give it to you for free, just as a thank you for listening to the show. No fluff, no gimmicks, just pure actionable ideas for you to use instantly. You can grab it right now at businessschoolshow.com. That's businessschoolshow.com. Dot com.